0: Welcome to Buy the Books, the podcast helping business owners navigate the complex world of business, tax, and bookkeeping. Now, to the owner and president of Secline, Lindsay Klein.
1: Hi, everybody. Welcome to Buy the Books. I am here today with a special guest, Chris Gross, who happens to also be my podcast producer the podcast extraordinaire. Oh, thank thank you. you for joining me today.
0: Oh, of course, I'm I'm happy to be here and happy to be on the show.
1: So I asked Chris to join me because I have a topic that um, may just more or less be me ranting. <laughs> 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 because it, specifically, it's about networking, which I've been doing quite a bit of lately and yeah, getting yeah. my business revved up, which has led to Getting some really great connections, including people that I've brought on my show. Yeah. Um, So I love it as an idea, but in execution, I've seen so many faux pas that actually might be a good um, title for this episode. Oh, I think that's a great title. Yes. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So it's, there's really a skill to it, don't you think? It's an art.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I think. The, the most important thing that you need to learn about doing that is your people who do this a lot, uh-huh. they can spot the people who are there for the wrong reasons or they don't know what they're doing or they don't know or they know who doesn't have the skills. Yes. So it's important stuff to know.
1: I, I think so too. And it can be, networking can be a very valuable tool for not only growing in revenue for your business, but connections outside of that, suppliers, mm-hmm. um, even you I met through networking yes. for my podcast producers. So there's so many different things that you can get through networking. But um oh my goodness, there's so many things now that I'm like, here's what not to do. So yeah, we can we can
0: obviously we'll we'll want to mention the things that are Important to do, and I know we've got our, our own list of those things. What are you? Th- what do you think, Lindsay Klein, are the worst things you can do at networking or the worst things for people to be thinking about when it comes to networking?
1: One big thing I, I have noticed is um, how people don't realize body language and how not even probably intentionally – But there are a lot of things you can do in body language that subtly give the message of rejection. And so one thing I've started making a conscious effort to do is keep my back to as few people as possible. Because even having your back to someone, even if it wasn't your intention, it gives that subtle message of rejection. And I walked into, um, to give an example of this, I walked into a networking meeting the other day and at the door of the room where the networking meeting was being held, there was three people standing there and they all had their back turned towards people walking into the room. And I'm sure they didn't think anything about it. They were just in a conversation. But immediately walking into that, especially a new person that maybe might be new to networking or just new to the group. And it just it it automatically puts a person at kind of a, uh, you know, even if it's not intended, just I'm not welcome here or I'm not wanted here. So um, I've just tried to put into practice consciously, okay, keep my back to as few people as possible. Sometimes it's unavoidable, but if you can get your back to a wall, especially, that's great because then you don't have your back to anyone else. Also... Um, what tends to happen in a networking event or a networking meeting is you you know, start talking to someone, you get into the conversation, and you don't realize that you've kind of closed yourself mm-hmm. off. You've mm-hmm. created a circle, you know, there might be three or four people, and you created a circle that for a new person coming in, it feels like they're intruding to come into the conversation. So I've tried to make a conscious effort with body language to keep an opening Always have an opening in the circle where someone new feels welcome to come and join the conversation. And then subtle things you can do with just greeting people or making eye contact. Um, Even if you're involved in a conversation already, if someone approaches or gets near you, I'm kind of using that policy that retail stores often use with their employees that if a customer gets within so many feet, they need to acknowledge and greet. So I've started taking that up as my policy with networking. Always acknowledge, make eye contact, nod, smile, do something to acknowledge that person's presence. And it does so much to make people feel welcome. And I had this happen the other day. There was a girl who I didn't realize it at the time. She gave a persona of being confident and that she was comfortable. But inside she wasn't. She was very Nervous and didn't know what, you know, didn't feel like she knew what she was doing. And I just made contact with her and smiled when I was in a conversation with someone else. And she immediately gravitated toward me. And she asked me, she said, Can I just hang with you? Because I'm so uncomfortable right now.
0: (laughs) Yeah. yeah. And
1: so she told me later, she said, When you made eye contact with me and smiled, she said, I was about to leave because I felt so uncomfortable. Yeah. But she said, When you did that, that just made me feel comfortable. And I, you know, just thought you might be a good person to, And we ended up making, you know, really good connection together. We've met several times since then and kind of uh, have this business relationship just because I smiled and made eye contact. So something that simple makes a huge difference.
0: Yeah, no, you're right. And um, I've noticed that, too. And I can tell, you know, from my own personal experience, when I started working with Frito here at Frito Nation Productions, I had never done any kind of networking. And I was kind of thrown into, you know, going to these networking meetings and it was scary. Like, I'm not <laughs> going to <can't> lie. Be- <laughs> it, is sc- it was scary. And it's difficult knowing nobody. Yeah. But then what happens is even when you do know somebody or, you know, a couple people and after the networking, you want to go talk to them. Well, they're in a conversation with somebody else mm-hmm. and then you feel awkward yes. and you're like, okay, so do I just wait here for that person to be done? Do I try to come in on the conversation? And you're right. You feel like if they're not welcoming you in, you feel like you're intruding. Yes. And it really is so simple to just turn. Yeah. You know, you don't even have to stop talking. You can wave them in or you just say, hey, come on in, you know. And it's that way, you know, they immediately have a positive reaction to you. Yes. And then you can... Hey, it's it's not going to hurt you to spend two minutes. Hey, who you are What'd you? What's your business? Right? Is this your first time here? And most of the time, what I've found is when you have those people who are kind of, you know, hanging outside the conversations and you welcome in, they're like, yeah, I just joined, or this is my first or second week here, and they don't know anybody. Right? And so, like I said, I can tell you from firsthand experience, it is so nice when you have those people yes. who are willing to reach out and and kind of bring you in. And, you know, you may never do business with that person, but it's just having that person there who helps you feel more confident and more welcome. And I think that that can be a problem in networking too, where, right, if you're a new person, you can kind of come in and you feel, you feel like you're not welcome. Yeah. Just because it's difficult. You come in, you know, some of these people have known each other for years, people Already have yes. their strong friendships. Right, I think that's a problem too. When you come in, you you can really feel unwelcome.
1: Yes, absolutely, a hundred percent. And I, like you were saying, looking out for those people that are kind of on the outside. They look, you know, like they're nervous or uncomfortable or not sure what to do. That is one thing that can make a huge difference and could lead to a really great business contact and relationship is go make contact with that person, welcome yeah. them in. And um I've so I've started doing that as well. And I had this going back to the faux pause, okay? <laughs> I had um I went to a networking meeting. It was one that I visit regularly. So I knew most of the people there. But there was a new person. She seemed very uncomfortable and out of her element. So I went toward her. And I said have you? Um, is there anybody here you haven't met with yet? And um, she said, "Well, I don't know anyone here." And I was wow. like, "Okay, well, hey, let's walk around. Let me yeah. introduce you to some people." So we started walking around together. Okay, so here's where the football comes. There's two people, and I know them both because they're regular attenders. They're talking. They're in a conversation together, and I walk up to them to introduce our new person to these regulars. And um, so they're in the middle of a conversation, and you know, I don't know, am I mean, my being rude? Maybe I made a faux pas, but I'm like, hey, I wanna introduce you guys. And immediately one of the men in the conversation holds his hand up and says, Just a minute. Wow. And yeah. <laughs> I was like, Whoa. Yeah. Okay. And I just kinda made a joke at it. I looked at her and I said, like, Wow, we just, you know, kinda got the got shut down. So, yeah. you know, I tried to make it funny and walk on. Um, but that it to me is networking 101 pas. Yeah, yeah. You know, is that is that girl ever going to want to go go back to that person mm-hmm. and make contact with that person? You know, he could have very well shut down a great contact. He could have very well shut down a big account. You know, you never know what that one relationship could have turned into. And just that little you know, and I'm I'm sure he was in the middle of explaining something and he wanted to finish his thought, whatever it was, you know, I'm sure he didn't intend to be rude, but that woman probably would never want to do business with him ever again, just simply for that split second yeah. reaction.
0: And I think a lot of it, you know, I think a lot of times that people get offended or they feel unwelcome at these events, it's not intentional by other people. No, I don't think and, so. Either. And that's one of the things too that <laughs> I think is that we need to keep in mind is just be aware of what you are unconsciously doing right when you're closing somebody off you know let's say you're having a really good conversation with Mm -hmm. somebody and you don't mean it in a harmful way they take it in a harmful way um you know like you mentioned just putting a hand up you and your mind are saying hey i'll get to you in a second what they say is i'm not important to you i'm intruding right and I don't know if you want to speak to me. Right. Um, you know, another thing I think that can be done unintentionally as well. Um, and you know, here is one of my networking faux pas: is you know, at, at these networking meetings, when you get to get up and you get to do your thirty second commercial, your, your thirty second Elevator pitch. Speech. Yes, um, what some people will do is they will give shout outs to other people in that networking group that they've done business with. And that, I know, comes from the purest of intentions because you're saying, hey, I really want to give a shout-out. And it it does mean something nice when you spend your 30 seconds giving that time to somebody else's business. But just be cautious of that and think it through. Um, You know, I hadn't thought of this until somebody brought it up to me a couple weeks ago. You know, when you do that, you don't know – what kind of relationships you are harming. You know, if if I got up and I said, um, you know, let's say that there are other um, bookkeepers in the room or even other podcasters in the room. And I say, hey, I've worked with Sucline and it was great, fantastic bookkeeping. Lindsay is fantastic. I've loved working with her. Well, then what happens is all the other people who do what I do, I just got them on your bad side because then they say, well, why didn't Lindsay come to me? Mm. Why didn't she at least have a conversation with me? Mm. You know, maybe I could have gotten better rates than Chris did, or maybe I could have done more than Chris did. And so you intend to do it with good purposes. Right. Right. And it's as simple as, you know, hey, Lindsay, I'm thinking about giving you a shout out in my in my 30 seconds today, do you mind? That's and if okay. they say no, and if you feel comfortable with it, go for it. It's all good. But I've I've heard of stories where, that has offended people.
1: Interesting. Um, I never
0: thought of that. Right. And it's, I don't imagine that most people go up there to do that to offend anybody. Right. of course but not. But people get offended when you say, you know, hey, well, I'm a realtor. W- why did that person pick that realtor and not me? Mm-hmm. I thought we were really good friends. I thought we were really close to doing business. And so that's something to watch
1: out for. You know, I made... Since you've just brought this up, it reminded me of a a networking faux pas that I made because I had an event the other day, and I actually did what you suggested. I went to – it was actually my client, and Mm -hmm. I wanted to mention him in my little spill that I was giving. Yeah, yeah. So I went to him in advance and said, would it be okay if I gave you a shout out in the middle of my speech and uh, talked about you being my first client and all of that? And he was like, oh, yeah, that'd be great. Well, here's where the faux pas comes in. (laughs) I completely forgot to do it.
0: Oh, man. And
1: so I felt so bad. And I apologized to him later. I said I completely meant to do it and I wanted to do it. And it just slipped my mind when I got up there. And so then I felt terrible because I asked him and then yeah. didn't do it.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. And um, again, you know, you didn't do it intentionally, no. right? Um, but I, I think, and maybe we can take this into transitioning, the the right things to do in in your networking opportunities, the things to be thinking about. But I think you did the right thing in making sure that, y'all were on clear ground and that everything was put out there, you know, Hey, I didn't go up there and intentionally do this. I just forgot, you know, Hey, next week, come back. We can do it next week. And you just cleared the air. You made sure everybody was on the same page. Um, is there any other big networking faux pas that you think we need to discuss?
1: Not bringing business cards. Yes. It astonishes me how many people yep. come to networking events and don't bring cards. Yeah. Um and you know sometimes people do the digital thing where like here, just you know scan right. you my touch QR or
0: whatever yeah. Yeah,
1: do my QR yeah. code. Well, okay, that's fine but guess what the next time I pull up my browser, you know, I'm looking at something else up and your website it's is gone. gone, you know. And it, you know how many people are going to take the time to put that contact in their phone mm-hmm. um you know so there is to me for the cost of business cards i mean i think you could get them now for 10 15 bucks right go spend the money so you, somebody can have a physical tangible thing to take home that when they think of you later they can go grab your card and you know one thing that i do going to the what to do is I go email every single one of those people. I will go through that stack of cards and make sure I reach out to them, say, hey, I met you at this event. It was a pleasure getting to know you. Um, you know, would you be willing to follow me on social media and I would love to follow you. Can mm, we connect really on LinkedIn? Good. Um and, you know, one thing is I've gotten a lot of followers from doing that. But the other important part of that is now I'm in their inbox. Yes. And if you know, I know there's probably other people like me that okay, I may not necessarily keep a business card, but if I, if somebody's in my inbox, that's in there permanently. So, even if it's a year or two down the road, let's say I met, you know, insert anything here, insurance, realtor, whatever, and somebody Two years from now says, oh, I'm really trying to find a good realtor, good insurance, whatever it is. I'm like, oh, you know what? I met somebody Mm -hmm. a while back that specializes in what you do. Yeah. Well, I don't have their business card anymore, probably, but they emailed me. Let me do a search in my inbox for whatever, you know, keyword. And there they are. Yes. So that's another important reason why I make sure I get in that person's inbox, because they may not need a bookkeeper. They may not know anyone that needs bookkeeping, but maybe a year from now, sure. They come into contact with someone that's like, "Man, I'm really trying to find a good bookkeeping company." Oh, you know what? I yeah. met and she emailed me. Let me look up, you know, and type in bookkeeper. Boom. There I am. Yeah. So that would be a to-do. And I don't and the other thing I don't understand about not bringing a business card is how is this supposed to work? Like the whole reason you're there (laughs) is to make connections. Okay. So let's say I meet you and we make a connection. You're a trapeze artist. Wow. That's awesome. I never met a trapeze artist. Yeah. You know, right? Well, let's say the next day I run into someone that's like, I'm trying to find a good trapeze artist. (laughs) I cannot find a decent one. Oh, I met one yesterday. Yeah. They didn't have a card. Right.
0: Don't know their name. Don't know their I, I phone number. I don't remember
1: the name. I'm not really good. I, you know, I met so many people, but they were wearing a purple shirt. Yeah. They had black <laughs> hair. You know, they're about this tall. Yeah. Just be on the lookout. Yeah. <laughs> like, how is this supposed to yeah. work? Yeah. And sometimes, I you know, I always hand a card and say, hey, contact me. You know, since you don't have a card, just send me an email or a text and give me your contact info. Probably one out of 10 people that I do that to actually do that. So if you don't have a card, let's say something happens, you, you got to the networking event, didn't have a card, actually reach out to those people and say, hey, I'm so sorry, I didn't have a business card. Here's my contact info. Yes, yes. So that would be another big thing.
0: And I I think that's an important thing too, is always following up. <clears throat> yes. And you know I can give you an example from a networking event that I was at a couple weeks ago. We had a guy who came up and, basically said, you know, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm interested in what you guys are doing. Don't know if I'm ready to do a podcast, maybe down the line, but I would just love to be in contact with you. And it's as simple as, I mean, it's going to take you less than 60 seconds. Hey, so-and-so, uh, this is Lindsey Klein with yes. Um Really enjoyed getting to meet you today. Let's stay in touch. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. And it's so easy. Yes. And why I think that's important is – they see that you showed the initiative. Yes, And yes, there's that benefit that your email address is in their inbox. Yeah, You don't even have to type it out fully. You know, when I email you, Lindsay, it's just, I just start with Lindsay and it pops up. It's beautiful how that works nowadays. (laughs) Um, But it's, I I think that's important too when people see that you reached out and it takes that relationship to another level. On a similar way, I don't know if this is a, faux pas or a thing to do I just think it's something to keep in mind is that do not go into every networking event thinking you are going to leave with new business right and do not think that every person you talk to is going to eventually do business with you I agree I I think the way to think about it more is that if people are there for the right reasons and there are plenty of people who are not that even if they don't want to do business with you, they will take the time to get to know you. And then when they are in their own personal personal circle, or maybe they're at another networking event and there's no bookkeeper there, and someone says, man, I really need a bookkeeper, you go, you know what, I met somebody at this networking event the other day, or I know Lindsay who needs this, or when you do get the trapeze artist card, hey, (laughs) I, I know who this is. And That benefits that person. They have new business. And then they see that you had put in the time and the effort Mm -hmm. to send business their way. Yes. And, you know, like I said, business may not come from that way, but then whenever they need someone in your services, they're going to go, that person has sent me business. That's the first person I'm going to go talk to. Right. You know, it may not work out, but that's the first person I'm going to have a conversation with. So keep in mind that you are there to. Help other people out just as much as you think they're there to help you and do not go into meetings thinking I'm going to walk away today with a promise and a I'm going to have a one on one that's going to lead to business.
1: Yeah, and I would say one of the other faux pas is getting offended when somebody doesn't recommend you. Um, And there's a lot of people I've met through networking. I know a lot of realtors now. I know a lot of insurance people. I know, I mean, you know, there's a whole gamut. When you start networking, you get to know a whole Rolodex of people that do all the same thing. Um, For me, when I'm giving a referral to someone, I'm trying to find the best person for that person. Specific person, yeah. And, you know, even if I love someone and I know they'll do a great job, they may not be the best fit for that person. And um, in fact, just specifically to give an example of this, I had somebody, an insurance guy that was really into classic cars. He loved them. It was a hobby of his. Yeah. And so I sent him a referral for a classic car company. And not that he necessarily was the best insurance. I mean, sure, he'll, I'm sure he'll do a great job. Obviously, I have faith in that if I'm giving that referral. But it was the fact that he had a personal interest and a passion about what they did. And so that, to me, is very important when I'm giving a referral. And it's not against any other insurance person that I've met. Yeah, You know, there's other very qualified and good insurance people. But it was that he was the right fit for that company yeah so i you know that is another faux pas. don't be offended if somebody does not give your name out it may have absolutely nothing to do with you as a person or with the job that you're doing so that would be another one yeah that is a good one and i want to
0: mention this i should have mentioned this at the beginning that the reason you need to be listening to Lindsay, she is the networking master <laughs> She has just, I mean, anytime she meets somebody, she we were doing a recording, and she was bringing a couple guests in, and I asked where she knew the people from, kind of already knowing the answer. Oh, it's from networking events. Like, yes, I should have I known that. This is why you're listening to Lindsay, because she has the networking thing figured out. So when she tells you to do something, do it. When she says not to do it, don't do it. That's why you... That's why you should be why you should be listening.
1: Well, thank you. I appreciate that. And you know, as you touched on, I've met some really great contacts that have become guests on this show. Yes, and they were great. So yeah. it's you never know the connection. You, you never know who you're going to meet, and you never know that one little faux pas you make how that might turn someone mm-hmm. off. Yep, and you never make that connection. Yeah. So another thing I wanted to bring up is about having an abundant mindset versus a scarcity mindset, which is something that I hear talked a lot about in the networking circles, but ironically enough, very rarely actually practice.
0: Okay, so I'm going to be honest. I have no idea what that means.
1: <laughs> okay. So
0: explain to me <laughs> what that means and what the differences are.
1: Actually, you know what? I think this could be a whole episode in and of itself. Okay. So let's right. make this a part two where we okay. talk about the abundant versus scarcity mindset.
0: Okay, perfect. So then what we'll do, let's end this here. And there's your tease for next week. You get to come back and hear me learn what the <laughs> abundant versus scarcity mindset is. And we're just going to talk about that next week. So awesome. make sure you make sure you join us.
1: Thank you so much for joining me today. And tell our viewers and listeners how they can find you guys.
0: Yes, we are Free Donation Productions. You can find us Free Donation on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. We are all those pa- all those places. And uh, if it's okay with you, I'm just going to put my email address in the show notes. So people okay. People can find us that way.
1: Sounds great. Awesome. And, and what about you? How do people find you? People can find me at Sakline.com. S-A-K-L-I-N-E.com and email info at succline.com thank you so much and if you ever know of anyone that needs bookkeeping we're here to help succline honest accurate bookkeeping performed on time thank you for tuning in everyone have a great week
0: by the books is presented by succline honest accurate bookkeeping performed on time for more information on succline services or to get a hold of lindsay visit secline.com or email info at sucline.com. The information provided on this website and podcast does not, and is not, intended to constitute legal advice. Instead, all information, content, and materials available are for general information purposes only. Information provided by Secline may not constitute the most up-to-date legal or other information. Listeners should contact their attorney to obtain advice with respect to any particular legal matter and should refrain from acting on the basis of this information without first seeking legal advice from counsel in the relevant jurisdiction. Only your individual attorney can provide assurances that the information contained herein and your interpretation of it is applicable or appropriate to your particular situation.